0: Focused on that as well. Mm-hmm. He's like, and I was like, they're just, it's not that they are um faceless. It's like everything's a face, oh, or okay. everything's a hand, oh. or everything's like a boob or something. A boob? So, yeah. Or like everything's like the sensory.
1: Mm, it's can like know.
0: all feeler right. things. Right.
1: Like, oops, that's why like, it's called a
0: box. Yeah. Maybe I, I don't
1: mean, know. I mean, I didn't really see them as bugs, but yeah, I see what you mean. Like, they definitely feel like.
0: Because I was thinking, I, I think I told Clay this too. It was like I was doing these drawings where it was like kind of these shapes, but it was like two legs, two arms, and then two heads. Mm. And I was like, why does the head? You know what I mean? Because we have the left and right brain. Like, yeah. it makes sense to like have it just be another sensory.
1: A head, like a feeler. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: your hand is a feeler, mm-hmm. and your head is a feeler, and your foot is a feeler. And... Mhm. To kind of like, you know, like democratize the limbs yeah. or something. Because it's just funny because in a painting, like, if you put a face on something, like, it's all you look at, at least when you're working on it.
1: Right. It's and like, some of your paintings were only faces. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and now
1: they're like all body or all feel or. Right.
2: I guess that's true. <laughs> Which is like, I
1: feel like we talked about them being octopus like. Yeah. Too.
0: This one is actually more octopus-like, I think, mm-hmm. than any of the ones I've done. I remember when I was doing the drawing for this, I was like, oh shit, this is kind of really octopus-y now. <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know, but then it's like, it almost, I guess what I was thinking about, is because like, they almost become, they feel the closest to abstract, like they could yeah. be read as just abstract, maybe, also, but they have a lot of personalities.
0: Right. Well, I think that's my goal, I guess. Yeah. I just, I know I'm kind of a figurative artist, but I also just kind of get fed up with all of the narrative making with yeah. the figurative paintings. And it's like, it'd be one thing if I knew what the narrative was, but like as I paint, it keeps shifting and changing. And it's like, it becomes this like annoying <laughs> aspect of the painting by the end of it where I have to wrap up the narrative, even if the narrative is just like, it's a guy wearing a hat. <laughs> With his hand on his hip, like that's still like a narrative, and I feel like, what oh, I have you to have like,
1: to wrap up about it you know like
0: the hand just has to what, do this like, and like,
1: kind of like uh, like if someone were in a movie, like you would have to get their their performance just right like that,
0: yeah, like it has to feel right mm-hmm. and and then you have this this baggage of like there's this specific thing that they're supposed to be, and then think it's kind of a personal right like i just <laughs> so but they are they're basically figures without any of like the signifiers yeah I but i want them to be they have poses and stuff and they you know yeah in, in my mind i don't know what this one's this one's kind of just hanging uh-huh but some of them are kind of skipping or, or oh, jumping like, or i think that
1: one she, feels like it's in yeah,
0: he's kind of walking or something.
1: I also feel like very, a lot of penile quality.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Check. <Yeah. laughs> I like, you're watching The Big Lebowski again, and you, do, you remember when Julianne uh, uh, Moore's character is like doing the her painting?
2: I
1: don't remember. I haven't watched it in a while. Oh. But well, tell me.
0: She's like, my work has been strongly commended as having a very uh, feminine quality. <laughs> I was thinking I'd Say the same thing. But, but yeah, no, it's
1: like, it's very, very penile quality yeah. or something. But then it's like a penis flower or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's funny. I, I the 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 curvy, droopy, like shapes are Everywhere too.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I
0: first started doing this because I was walking around and like drawing the graffiti mm-hmm. around. And like the bubble letter graffiti is super phallic or
1: yeah. booby
0: or whatever, uh-huh. you know? And like I liked it. And I liked it because it reminded me of things that I like to draw yeah. too. And I just started doing it. And then, so in a lot of ways, they're kind of like coming from like that letter, like trying to make a letter as inventive as possible because it's mm-hmm. like. So, it's kind of cool about your feet is you could, every, you could take an E and it could always be the same E. Everyone's like, it's an E. But it's done all these different ways. And
1: sometimes you can't even read it, too.
0: Yeah. Well, because they're like so baroque yeah. with their invention <laughs> or something. Yeah.
1: Which is also kind of about character, too. Like, kind of, I feel like tagging is all about like
2: character. Oh, like Brand. the persona. Yeah, but. the persona. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that
0: that's complicated. <laughs>
1: I feel more like you're doing the opposite or something. Yeah, like you're exactly. trying to get away from that. Like it feels yeah. a little more than or something. Yeah, maybe.
0: I don't know. Just trying to find find out who that person really is. You know,
1: <laughs> who that person? <laughs> Meaning you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. that's
0: the project, I guess, for art making.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I'm just vibing out here, but now I'm like, maybe there's a connection to jazz kind of too, like, for our listeners, starting <laughs> saxophone and stuff, and like, I don't know, there's something like, I'm you no know, doubt. I feel like there's something of that in jazz, of, like, kind of making your mark, or making your your presence, but also kind of leaving yourself behind. I don't know. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I think I know it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... It's confusing for me, too, because, like, I play music, but I play, like, just the melody instrument. Mm -hmm. So I've always, like, my relationship to music has been, like, Like I do playing on the street, like, how do you make music with just that one line
2: Mm -hmm. as
0: opposed to having, like, chords and Mm
2: -hmm. have
0: orchestration and have rhythm and all that stuff? Mm -hmm. And um, that is a big part of jazz, just because they have these, like, really complex lines that go through it. And if you took all the other instruments out, you could just look at that line and it would have, like, the sort of DNA of the song in it or whatever. And I always felt like if you, if you had like a really good solo, you wouldn't need all the other instruments necessarily.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I think that's the perspective of like a melody instrument.
1: Right.
0: Cause I'm like, I don't need piano. I don't need <laughs> drums and stuff.
1: Yeah. It's like the lead or
0: something. Right. But it's, it's hard to explain, I guess. It's like, cause if you have chords, you have like four notes or something going at the same time and you get like this feeling from it. Mm-hmm. From, like, a chord, a harmony and stuff. But if you don't have that, you have to, like, just write... You just have to make a line that travels through time. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be able to remember... You have to, like, trigger people's memory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, sort of? Like, they have to be able to remember the first note you played to get the relationship I to see. all the other notes. Yeah,
2: because
1: it's, like, it's, like, riffing or whatever. Like, you're, like...
0: Because there's no, like... It's hard to explain, I guess, the way I think about it. It's just, like... Ugh. The connection is, like... What is the connection? I don't know.
1: Well, one other thing is, along those lines, (laughs) in a way, is, like, I feel like this thing seems to have happened at some point where, like, they are figures without grounds, also.
2: Yeah.
1: Like...
0: It's, that's what I'm trying to get yeah. at exactly
1: Yeah.
0: because I guess in the metaphor or whatever the background is like the rhythm yeah, right, exactly.
1: section
0: you get it <laughs> yeah. you get what I'm trying to say
1: <laughs> that's what is? it
0: is because it's just like when I was working in the square it's like yeah you can have these organic shapes but they always create these like really sharp geometric negative shapes mm-hmm. with the edge of the canvas and all that yeah. stuff which is fine or whatever but you're like oh I'm trying to make this like very organic shape and then you're always sort of like having this rectangle
1: yeah there's all this space you have to like do something with
2: yeah exactly
1: (laughs) but it seems like you weren't really interested in that space or something
0: and it would always end up where like that's which that space would start to come forward Mm -hmm. as i would work on it you know because i'd want to like oh i want to like treat the whole painting like equally or something and then the background would start to come forward and then the figure would like get lost or something, it's mm-hmm. like, just kind of like a, you know, typical painter problem or mm-hmm. something, like if you paint an edge in from the background, all of a sudden, like the figures,
1: it competes
0: with the figure, yeah, or like, maybe disrupts the space that the figure's in or something,
1: yeah, which was, I think, like, just to fill people in a little bit, like, when you're... Bad boy series, is that what you called it? It was like this idea that um you could like yeah. see through, the, it was like the painting was like a yeah. mirror and you saw the painter painting Yeah. Of. so like the idea of the, of the of the figure who was the painter and the background which was kind of like a mirror, like a broken mirror even like yes. it was, it made sense that it would be a little right. kind of dissolved into the surface or something like that feels like it worked or was part of it
0: yeah it was super that for me at least like cause I'm not a very natural gestural painter
2: mm-hmm. and
0: the mark that the figure would be making like the mark on the frontal plane it was always such like a crazy thing to make myself do mm-hmm. and it would it I would mess it up all of the time and have to go in and try to fix it and so that's you know I'm talking like the background space you need to paint it in Anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like this constant annoying problem. It was like, (laughs) I just want to work, like, right on the surface. Yeah. And yet there always is this background uh, to have to contend with.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Which I guess is just, that's the way painting works, but.
1: Well, you kind of, you kind of escape
2: that problem.
0: Right. That's all I do. (laughs)
1: Because
0: I try to problem solve (laughs) with, like, keeping myself as unannoyed as possible.
1: Also, like, I wonder. This is kind of a side issue, but just it seems like you have like felt very tortured as a painter in terms of like like redoing things many many times. Right. And and actually, yeah, this this thing of problem solving, like it feels like the way you got to these was through a series of different things that you were trying to solve. Yeah. And I wonder if these are, if you kind of, they don't feel, like, tortured or something. They feel a little more easy.
0: Well, one thing that I did differently, like, a year ago, is I gave myself, like, a schedule.
2: Mm.
1: So
0: I'm working, like, I only have three weeks to work on them.
2: Huh.
1: Like a deadline. Yeah. Interesting. And then I have
0: it all, like, you know.
1: And what happens, like, so at the end, you're just you have to be done, you can't, yeah, is
2: that, and that's helpful,
0: well, I think so, Mm -hmm. because I I realized I was more interested in, like, the progression, than in, like, getting, like, really, I felt like I had made a couple things that I really liked, but then I was, like, I can't do anything with them, I can't really show them, I mean, I could, but I I don't really want to sell them, you know what I mean, I could, Because I put still, too much into them.
1: You're still, like, involved with them or something? I, was like, I
0: don't need just to sell it. it. Like, you know. <laughs> I feel like a, a piece that you work on forever It's like, you don't really. I
1: don't like, you wouldn't want to let it go? What if someone wanted to pay you a lot of money for it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, everyone has their price. <laughs> but I just felt like they had a different purpose or something. Interesting. There, That's you know. interesting.
1: See, I want to just, I would, like. I want to make it, and then I want someone to buy it and get it out of my life so I can well, make more. Well, that's how I feel now. Uh-huh.
0: No, I agree with that. But I yeah. just, after spending, because some of these things were taking, like, six months or something, uh-huh. they were taking a really long time, and I had no idea how to do them. I was just sort of, like, yeah. fully letting them, let you know, push me around and everything. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, they didn't feel like... Oh, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. But also, I I wasn't able to make a big enough group of them before, like, my fancy would leave me somewhere else. Mm -hmm. That was the other thing. It's like...
2: You
1: mean of other ones?
0: Yeah. Like, if in a year's time I had made, I don't know, like, ten or something of these things and like oh okay well maybe I can have a show with these but it was more like I was in a year making like three or four things uh-huh
1: oh because they took so long
0: because they took so long and then I'd be kind of bored with the project right. and want to move on I'm like I yeah. I oh, have to show this with this and I'm like oh, it's like then it becomes this big yeah. like I don't want to show you know it becomes like a big narrative problem again right. like <laughs> different groups of work and
1: yeah stuff. it feels like yeah these new ones you've escaped narrative kind of they're like you feel
0: that way? I don't know if I can fully escape it, but, um, just giving myself, like, I feel like I'm more, they're, they're more managed, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they still, I mean, the narrative is that, to me at least, there's one turning into the next one. Oh. So, like, I, to me, there's a narrative because I know the changes that are happening.
1: Like, there's a progression between yeah. them.
0: Yeah, there's a progression from piece to piece. So, they're almost, like, evolving. Um,
1: that's interesting. That seems kind of jazz-like to me also yeah, or something. I, so. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, not to pigeonhole you as a jazz musician or something, but some, maybe I'll, maybe that's also very painterly, just the, like, variations on. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't mind the jazz thing. I mean, honestly, though, I feel like jazz is like. I don't know if I have enough knowledge to call myself really a jazz player.
1: But
0: you've been playing for a year. Well, I mean, I play saxophone and I play, like. I don't know, abstract music, I guess. But, Uh like, jazz is, like, kind of like a specific convention. You know, like. Mm. It's like, I don't know. I couldn't, like, go on stage and, like, play jazz with people.
1: Really? I
0: could, like, play my music, yeah. but it wouldn't be, like, jazz, because it, I don't, you know, I'm not, like, super great at swinging and, like, oh. the chord progressions and stuff, and, like, I, there's a lot of things I don't know, because oh. I just never really... I guess I don't know about
1: enough about jazz to even know that, but, like, I guess, I'm, like, I just read about the new thing or whatever. Oh, what's <laughs> it was, that? It was, like, new jazz, like, free jazz guess basically so that me right. feel like kind yes. of anything goes right well <laughs> I
0: play I play free jazz uh-huh. but I don't know how to play like jazz jazz I guess it doesn't matter yeah jazz is just such a funny word it's so crazy it's like <laughs>
1: well, it's, it feels old timey a little bit now right
0: um, yeah it's like disco
1: yeah it's like a genre that was yeah. of a time and it still continues but it feels like right
0: Yeah, or it's almost, like, modern or something. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like that's, like, it, but that's so, like, not a descriptive way of talking about it, but I think that is more accurate. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, all the same concerns. It's, like,
2: yeah.
0: letting the material kind of dictate uh, what you do with it and everything.
1: Yeah, and it's, like, the thing, and it was this super, like, contemporary thing at the time, but now it feels very, like,
0: exactly. Full of time. Somehow, <laughs> all this stuff from the 50s was super space age. Yes. And people were like, whoa, the future. And we look at it, and it's like, the past. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. Exactly. So they were like, and they're like rockets shooting off into space and stuff. Well, the
1: rockets just shot up today. Also. Oh, with Jeff Bezos? Yeah.
0: I wonder what his, his musical thing is. Does he listen to house music?
1: Or something? I don't know. Do you listen to music while you make
0: Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I get really sick of it. Lately, I've just been watching Netflix. Really, (laughs) while you paint? Yeah, well, like while I sew, because there's like so much construction involved in everything. Right.
1: So I guess the way that these are not like jazz is that they seem they're very like meticulously planned and constructed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the original drawing aspect is sort of jazz-ish I mm-hmm. guess I don't know and then at a certain point I like see this is like mm-hmm. how I got to that
1: so you just but even this you're drawing on graph paper but they're kind well, of well
0: that's not the original oh
1: that's not the original
0: I don't know yeah I mean it goes from like just doodles to Mhm. Like, <laughs> oh yeah these are I was gonna make these like karaoke pants these seem
1: cool wait <laughs> karaoke pants
0: yeah I had this like I don't know for yourself just in general, just for just for all the karaoke eaters out there.
1: What does that mean, a karaoke pant. That
0: would be, like, how you would market it. You'd call them karaoke pants.
1: They're just, like, triple bell bottoms.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, that seems cool. I don't understand the language of karaoke, but...
0: There isn't one. That's just that's what like, you would call them. That's just what you call them. Yeah. I'm into
1: it. I'm on board. Like, I mean, that lady looks kind of disco-y to me.
2: Right.
0: this one at the beach recently.
1: Uh-huh. That's this very... Cool? Like, this looks like a flower-headed person.
0: Right? Yeah. I was thinking it was like an Earthling.
1: An Earthling?
0: Like an alien from Earth, you know what I mean? Like an <laughs> Earthling. Like if an alien <laughs> came to
1: Earth? <laughs> right. But like, yeah. You do have a lot narrative kind of
0: I do. But they're so like unresolvable or something. Mm. Or, like, they go as far as, like, just, like, a two-word statement or something. Mm -hmm. And then I don't want to, like, oh the background. (laughs) It's the same thing. (laughs) I'm fine with the two-word statement, and then it's, like, all of the exposition to make it, like, a story or a scene or something. I'm just like, man. Maybe
2: it's, like, haiku. Yeah. It's
0: more like haiku. Exactly. But
1: there's... I think also, just... Feels like you're very like something I can pick out from all your work over the years, even though it's changed a lot. How it looks like shape and color, like a lot. I think you're always you're always interested in those things, and now you're really letting them just do everything. I know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've definitely yeah the shape and color thing. When I was doing, like, the booby guys, like, Mm -hmm. they were getting into that, like, becoming just, just the curvy-shaped things, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and, like, sort of, like, coming closer to the edges and stuff, and cropping out and becoming, like, just curvy-shaped booby and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about those, that series when I was, came into this one, too, because I felt like Mm -hmm. there was a lot of, I don't know, a lot of emotional content in that that Mm -hmm. I wanted to, like, I felt like... It's just so stupid, but it's like the, I always feel like the square is like, it's like hounding us as mm-hmm. painters. Mm-hmm. And it's always like asking to be like inserted into what we're working on.
1: Inserted into
0: it? Because it's always on the outside and it's such a familiar shape and it, it, it it's like, it's so hard not to have the square want to like boss its way into the <laughs> into the paint.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I lost my train of thought.
1: I mean, there's like, yeah, I guess, I mean, I'm not sure what you mean, but I, <laughs> when I look... You don't, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, mean I, I guess, just,
0: like, if you were to... It's just,
1: like, I, I mean, I feel like the default is that you work on a square or rectangle. Yeah. Like, but you've, you've, you've stepped out of that paradigm. But then, I guess, <laughs> even still, like, at the center of these, there yeah. or even just... Embedded in there
0: are many many squares well, and rectangles. yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the kind of ironic thing about the way because I, there's these are all designed so they all fit in the same box together. Uh
1: huh. The other problem you were solving was one of yeah storage. the storage <laughs>
0: things. So I wanted to make like you know larger work if I wanted to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not get so like uptight about. Whoa. So they all fit into this sized box.
1: like an elegance to how they look folded. Like is that why all is that why all the little different sewed segments so they're more jointed kinda?
0: Of? Yeah, so they can fold up.
1: Mm-hmm. But then that becomes it's funny that you have this problem of storage, but then it feels like it's totally like it's not like some background thing, like it's totally
0: It's like the main yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> i know well that's that's what it's kind of ridiculous well it's
1: practical yeah i mean it's a practical thing that became aesthetic kind of exactly and like just is it like
2: deep oh it's like Mm -hmm. yeah
0: how to the ones I was doing before I just like they were double sided so I would just sort of pin in down the edges but Oops. everyone was so sort of uptight about having to put pins through the pieces Oh and so I was like, yeah, I guess I would be too.
1: So they' also I guess for the listeners who can see them like previous to this you had kind of shaped canvases. Or burlap. <laughs> burlap figures. Oh,
0: the faces and stuff. Yeah. Like, but
1: which were shaped and hard, and these are, these do not have any. Like, yeah, these hard are just fingers. canvas. Yeah.
0: Just paint and canvas mm-hmm. thread. Because it's funny, like, like wood seems like it's strong, because it's wood. Mm-hmm. But actually, especially if you have, like, weird shapes, <laughs> like, it's not strong at all. It'd be really easy to break. Oh, it's if, more, so
1: these are more durable. Yeah,
0: they're actually a lot more durable. Like,
1: you actually, could you kind of not even really, like, fuck them up unless they got scratched or something?
0: They're pretty tough. Yeah. You can kind of cool. throw them around. And when I sew, like, they have to, a lot of times, have to fit through, like, this area.
1: Oh. You
0: know? So, like, they have to, like, scrunch up and, you know? Uh-huh. So, they have to be strong.
1: Did you learn how to sew, kind of, to make them, or did you already yeah.
0: know? Yeah. No, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Jenny had a sewing machine that she's had since, like, when she was 15 or something.
1: It
0: uh-huh. Was like, it was terrible. It was so bad.
1: <laughs> you mean just learning how?
0: I mean, I probably broke it, learning Uh, how to use it. But that machine itself was, like, needed a lot of work, actually. Well,
1: yeah. They can be finicky machines.
0: Yeah. So, I, like, learned on that. I probably broke it.
1: So, do you make the shape and then you paint it? Or is it more, like, is it more back? Because they're already planned, right?
0: Well, okay, so I construct the whole thing with it unpainted, but Mm -hmm. it has, like, a ground on it. Mm -hmm. At least that's the way I'm doing it now. Mm -hmm. And then I unconstruct it. Oh. And take all the stitches out, and then I paint it, and I put it back together.
1: Why do you put it together first, and then start?
0: Because I have to, like, to make the hem, to make the curvy hems happen, like, Uh you have to kind of stretch the material Uh, a little bit mm -hmm. because I don't know you just do Mm -hmm. I mean it's like you have to kind of like like squish it (laughs) into that shape a little bit Uh and um so it's kind of like you have to make this like sculpture yeah but then painting on that isn't that great especially if you want to do like flat shapes or whatever because there's all this like stuff on the back Mm -hmm. I mean all the hem
1: oh yeah around the edges
0: is like it was fine for a while, but then I was just, like, I just got sick of that, like, there's always this, like, wrinkly line around the edges, and just, yeah. like, so, and I wanted them to look a little more, like, industrial or something, too, like, I just really like the way the paint looks when it, like, goes over the edge. Yeah. It's like, in it, or something.
1: They're very weird, like, I mean, one thing they... It kind of makes me think of Linda Banglis a little bit. Huh. Just, I mean, not yeah. really, but her thing. things yeah. they built. Yeah. something
0: a little 70s about that. <laughs> it's true, but I think it's, yeah. I mean, I like all the utopian stuff from early, or I guess that's not early modernism, but, like, modernism has this utopian project that goes into, like know socialism or something okay. eventually but it has something to do with the square and breaking the confines of the square uh-huh. and like you know what I mean so like yeah. shape canvases have this like embedded like political content in them it's like you know like we're all supposed to be start living in like these organic spaces or something like, <laughs> like these
2: communist?
0: Yeah, but like, like, right, but there's like Frank Lloyd Wright houses with like like no, no, like all curved edges Mm. or something. Mm -hmm.
1: That makes sense, yeah.
0: Because like, I don't know, the the economy of a cube is kind of, I don't know, it's like so hard to argue with.
1: I guess. Because cubes
0: are so structural, they're so easy to build with. But
1: then everyone hated those houses that were designed for like. But see, that's the
0: I was reading (laughs) Le Corbusier, who is like the
1: Uh
0: the brutalist guy. Yeah. And that's exactly the issue that I think is so funny because, like, they calls them machines for living.
1: Mm.
2: I've heard that phrase.
0: Yeah, and he's talking about just making architecture that's like actually practical for people, so they have a place to eat, they have a place to. Relax and like a lot of things we just take for granted about houses or ideas that he came up with. Huh. So, but
1: but I think he like I think the, I think the mistake of that was that like imposing what people should want rather than what they actually want. Yeah. Like people want to live I in mean, things that are comfortable, not just efficient, right?
0: Yeah, but I don't think he was like anti-comfort. He oh. was, was anti-like broke. He was kind of anti-Art Nouveau, I think. Uh-huh. That's at least... I haven't... He doesn't say that. Yeah. But that's my... I'm reading between the lines, and I'm like...
1: Makes,
0: I don't think um, you like all that right. extra embellishment yeah. and stuff.
1: But sometimes people do like... Like, people do like that, I think. Decorations. Well, I mean, I do. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's what I think is funny. Because, like, to me, these are, like, machines for painting. Oh, really? Or something. But they
1: don't feel brutalist, I wouldn't no, no,
0: but... <laughs> But they're, they're solving my yes, problems yeah, yeah. or whatever. And yeah. like he, but I mean, I think, I feel like brutalism is misunderstood in but a way like, I
1: mean, I don't, I know very little about architecture. I, mean,
0: I don't either. It's just like <laughs> I all. I think some
1: people love it, but yeah. I think the, the people in general don't. <laughs> and that was kind of the problem.
0: I mean, the the branding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think so. maybe that's the problem with.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, like, he totally won. Like, that's, that's why cities mm-hmm. look the way they do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, Empire State Building isn't brutalist, but it's also skyscrapers in general kind of are. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, these... Because the, the, the whole thing came from these grain elevators that were designed by engineers. And I guess mm-hmm. he was just saying, like, engineers, just like modernist painters, like, they have, like, real problems that they're trying to solve.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that, you know... Results and whatever ornamentation you you see on the on the thing or whatever any formal decisions they made.
2: Yeah.
0: And. um... I mean,
1: these are very efficient, but they're not. I would they're very fanciful. At yeah. The same I would say.
0: Totally. I mean, I don't see myself as like a minimalist, but there's like a there's a tendency there in me at the same time.
1: Maybe that's what I the 70s thing there is i do feel some like nod to minimalism or something yeah there's a kind of, or the 70s i like that stuff
0: i always liked um you know the early frank stellas and stuff mm-hmm. and um i liked him as a colorist and i liked him as a designer and, mm-hmm. and also uh, there's these richard tuttles Have you ever seen these that are like just fabric they're just like oh, these
1: yeah, those
0: are gray. octagonal oh, yeah. shapes or whatever. And I always like those and I was like, that's there's no stretcher, you yeah. know, that's oh that's really like he's really being so I funny. Those.
1: Yeah. He's
0: taking it really literally, you totally. know. And I always I thought I have
1: thought about those. I haven't
2: thought about them in Because
0: a while. that's the thing about modernism, like, yeah, okay, it's just the paint. But then it's like, okay, but what about the gesso? Is that mm-hmm. part of it? And then what about like the stretcher on what about the staples? Like, you know what I yeah. mean? There's all these exceptions to the rule. Or something, and, that, and I was like, "Well, thread, okay, it's made of thread is what canvas is made of, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. almost the same thing, right? And um, it follows those rules in a way. Like, to use thread is highly modernist in a way, mm-hmm. but, but it's you're it's just also,
1: using more of the same in a different form, I right? Think.
0: Yeah, it's more, I guess, it's more pure." It's just stronger too. Like every time I was working with the the wood, I was like, God, I wish I could just like attach these two pieces together in a way that I wouldn't have to screw it or staple it or you mean glue the wood it. To the fabric. No, well, like, cause I always have the different shapes.
1: Oh, and the I'm always like, of the- right,
0: like, mm-hmm. oh, I wish I could just sew these together. because it's so much stronger right. than trying to attach them in some other way? So
1: then you did. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> so
2: and, why?
1: Would, this is just curiosity, I'm like, thinking about those Richard Tuttle's, like, why not make one shape that's just the whole shape without, would you not want the creases up when they fold it? Well,
0: because the first problem is they have to fit in this box, (laughs) so that I can store... But you
1: could just fold it, but you don't want wrinkles?
0: Oh, the wrinkles? Yeah, the wrinkles are like, they're crazy. (laughs) I did do, at first I was making them without that, Mm -hmm. and it like, quickly, I was like, oh, I have to like design these in a way because it just looks it didn't look cool and it looked like you just have to iron it every time and yeah. I was like I don't want to make something I have to iron right. every time
2: a new, different that's a whole other problem <laughs> yeah.
0: it's like not very elegant or uh-huh. something that makes sense and plus like I don't it gives me all of these extra shapes which right. I, I kind of like because otherwise I'm like I guess then I would have to make a painting on it. If it was all one right, shape, exactly. then I'd still have to make a painting. You're and trying
1: is... to now avoid painting,
0: also. Well, no, I mean, I want it to have like a lot to do with it in a way. Like, I want the yeah, painting it's... itself to have a lot to do with like. <laughs> I want it to make itself slightly. Yeah.
1: Well, then it it does. Still, I think it does still feel like a painting, but then it has more in common with sculpture,
0: maybe. Yeah, they're like very flat sculptures that are. <laughs> mostly concerned with color yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's basically
1: what they are um i was reading a print interview that talked about like elizabeth murray being a big like um you met her or something
0: she just she came to my undergrad and it was so cool because i didn't know who she was and
2: (laughs) the school itself doesn't get like
0: a lot of big artists or anything and it was just like and i I didn't like her work either. Yeah,
1: I remember not liking her work. Yeah, and now I love it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but um, it made a big impression on me. I remember, like during her lecture, because I was always such a pain in the ass yeah. to the artist. <laughs> yeah, I would always be asking too many questions, and stuff. But I remember I was like, "Have you ever, have you ever watched SpongeBob SquarePants?" Because I really think. <laughs> You should, or something.
1: No, she was. Or you were I
0: think I was. I think I thought, like, I had figured it out, or something. Yeah. Like, this, this, this. She's speaking SpongeBob. And I still kind of feel. But now I'm like, I don't know, probably SpongeBob is speaking Elizabeth yeah. Murray. More like. What? East Village. I mean, not. Uh, you know. New right. York. Why?
1: Because it was
0: this. Her colors and shapes. Like, sometimes. Mm, there's just, the like, shape. this spongebob palette with like i mean i'm kind of using it a little too with this uh-huh. this like um
2: with chartreuse
0: SpongeBob yellow and,
2: for
0: you. i mean, i never really watched it but i think he looks great i really do and i yeah. like, love all the color variations on in the scenes and stuff there's always like uh-huh
1: yeah thing. i mean i don't really it feel like i was a little too old for it but it does have an enduring, like, I see my students and meetings, yeah. and, like, it's still very enduring. like Friend and Stimpy.
0: I just think they oh, did, yeah. they're so, inv- and, and they're so, like, the figures, like, really transform. Like, the yeah. faces are super dynamic yeah. and stuff, and, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I, of course, it's artful or something. It's very just, I don't know what the right word is, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah he's very quick <laughs> he's got this squiddy kind of head uh-huh. and then the legs and stuff
1: even the aquatic I mean not to say you're like splendor, but they do could I do feel like the other one to me I was thinking it's like a sea anemone like a yeah. sea anemone kind of something that's all like
0: yellow. it's true <laughs> I don't know why like the a water I think it's because my last name is Waters and I, like, oh. I don't like that <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> How think neat that. that is, or something, to be making like aquatic things and having that. I mean, I don't
1: think it. I don't feel like they <laughs> actually are aquatic, but it.
0: No, it's true because things that are underwater are like way more rounded.
1: Yeah, and kind of fluid. Everything's in motion.
0: Yeah, like I guess it's because water is heavier than air, and it like you need to be way more like agua dynamic or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or just
1: and softer, maybe. Underwater have less structure
0: because they don't need to because they right because gravity is like less of an effect on them. Yeah, I
1: mean, I guess some things right. have
0: more structure, than like lobsters yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's weird. Very... Like, I think there's a
1: little bit of lobsterness in the way everything's jointed. That's, then... that's true, that's <laughs> true. It's like, there. that's true. <laughs>
0: people have i think yeah i think someone was doing like a lobster emoji on one of my oh, really? things at one point yeah i was like ah, no
1: <laughs> no <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're not underwater things.
1: no no i mean like the, like the previous people were like desert cowboy
0: kind of. <laughs> yeah, i know that's serious so they're still kind of underwater could be i was thinking this one's sort of like Statue of Liberty-ish or something. Yeah. But it could also be underwater. And that feels underwater? I don't know.
1: Like, yeah, they do have that green, like, patina, like... Yeah. Something like the city of Atlantis or something. Yeah. Exactly. Um, maybe we can talk about... We can go backward, but I feel like I had one more. Well, something... Someone asked me about, like... I have a friend who wanted she's a painter and she wanted to know about how to be a better colorist and I feel like I never have any any advice. Like I, I, I teach color and I don't but yeah. like my premise is basically you just like have to feel it out or whatever. But it feels I just like think
0: you have to pay attention.
1: Pay attention. Because
0: I mean it feels it's like so you have
1: maybe more of a structure than I do or something. For colour yeah. theory. Um
0: I don't know. I've been lately trying to like really like go from one shape to the next Mm -hmm. and not, I feel like in art school, they're always like, you need to block the whole thing in, block it in, block it in. And I'm always like, and I've been like, I don't think that that's a great way to be super sensitive to the colors that you're using. Because they're relational. Because you end up using the same color all over the place. Mm Like I'm going to block it in. I'm just going to say, this is blue and this is blue and this is blue. (laughs) And I feel like I get really confused when I do that Uh because I'm like, okay, well that's blue. Okay, so check, blue.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I feel like when I force myself to go and really just mix this one color and think about just this thing and then move on to the next thing and just focus on that color. I mean, I feel like my colors are like usually just a disaster. <laughs> and, but, you know what I mean? But I, It's because it gets so complicated. It's oh. like so complex. But well, by the end of it, yeah. I'm like, okay, they're done. Yeah. They ha- each have like a sign of sense of self. Yeah. And that's kind of all I want from them, uh-huh. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I want them to be better. When I see really great colorists, or what I think are great colorists, I feel like they, it's like they know the jazz scales or something. Uh, but maybe they probably don't either, you know?
1: Who, you, who is a great colorist in your... here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or have
0: you I seen don't know. any? I mean, it's easy, right? in abstract, it's I end up liking colorists that use really weird, like, ugly color combinations, so I don't know if I'd call them great colorists, but, um, ah, uh, jeez. I mean,
1: Elizabeth Murray's a weird colorist, right? I've never... Yeah. I, I had the same feeling of not liking her work when I saw it, but now I think she's, like, but they're kind of ugly at this, like, they're not...
2: Yeah, sometimes pleasant. they're terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're real... They're sometimes
0: they're like
2: incredible
0: yeah totally I, I don't know that's just the hard thing and, and plus like one day you'll really love a color combination that someone else is working you'll come back and you be like it's just obvious or it's boring or it's ugly or something yeah it's so crazy because colors like your eyes are constantly changing and like I feel like, depending on how much sun you've had in your eyes that day, like, you see color really differently. Mm. And obviously, like, how much like, sunlight is in the room changes the color so much. Yeah, And
2: totally.
0: It's, like, it's really crazy. Because color has this highly symbolic nature to it. Where you're like, it's yellow, <laughs> it's blue, and yet, like, you're seeing it in all this, like, colored light all the time.
1: Yeah. And so,
0: like, if the light doesn't agree with it or something, or... Did you, like,
1: I feel like often when I show my work. I'm seeing it for the first time. I know, like the gallery yeah. lighting, and hopefully natural lighting is like right. I'm like, oh, okay, this is what happened.
0: Doesn't that drive you crazy?
1: I <laughs> no. I think it generally looks better in because, yeah. like, in my my seat is a bit darker than it. Yeah,
0: does. I, so I almost like, never <laughs> have these on. Actually, oh, really? no. I, they're too much. I always work like this. Really? Yeah.
1: That's weird and interesting. <laughs> so you're like coming more towards what I, I mean, my studio is a business. I feel,
0: okay, it feels super dark right now that yeah. I turn the lights off, but once your eyes adjust, I feel like I can stand Not- to be in here a lot longer, mm-hmm. and I feel like I see color way better, too. It's
1: definitely a nice, a more
2: relaxed vibe. Yeah. I, should- I really I hate the lights. <laughs> Yeah, I know. we got
0: to go back to the uh, the spots.
1: What if you paint, what if you all paint by
0: candlelight?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: cool. It's like so orange.
1: Were you, so are hard. you happy with this show? I like,
2: feel seeing them together.
0: I mean, it was great. It, it looked a lot better than I thought it would.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was hard though. I mean, there was a lot of things that I was, had to take into account the space, and, like, they have this window on one side of it, and it's, like, really strong light coming from the side of some of them, and these Mm -hmm. don't really look that good, with, like, really strong light coming Mm -hmm. from the side, because they're, like, kind of floppy and (laughs) shiny and stuff like that, so there's a lot to, like, negotiate, but, um, I I don't know, it was great, Uh it was a great experience, and I thought it looked good better than I thought it would. That's great. I mean, you know, this is what you're saying though. Like when you see it in your, I, they look. I feel like nothing looks good in my studio, basically. Really? <laughs> well, I, it's just the ugh, this like the low ceilings and it's not very big. It's just like <laughs> well, it's hard to see it, in it's like
1: it's like seeing it in the bathroom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like seeing, it's the difference between when you're getting ready to go out and when you're acting oh. out or something. Huh? <laughs> I mean, that's, Whoa, like, that's like, cool. Yeah.
0: That's why. Okay. That's good for me to remember when I'm getting ready to go out. <laughs>
1: yeah. This is your.
0: Okay, but a bath—it's kind here. of backwards though, because bathroom lighting is more clinical. Yes. And then when you go but out, you have mood lighting.
1: Worse in it. I.
0: I mean, in my case,
1: yes. It always looks terrible. Mirrors are awful. Who invented them? <laughs> I know. What about a soft focus mirror? Yeah, that's what they need.
0: <laughs> a
2: frosted mirror?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's a great idea. Oh, we should do that.
1: Oh, I had one of thought about them, like, kind of, I don't know what you got. I mean, the, so the sewing becomes, like, a gridded thing even though they're all, they're very curved, kind of, the outer shape is all very curvy, but then the interior has this kind of gritty quality that remind, I'm like, oh, reminds me a little bit of
0: Hmm. Totally. It's all great. Well, yeah, that's all part of that same kind of, like, modernist, utopian yeah. painting conversation. And for me, I'm like, I really like Modrian because, I mean, I, again, it's like, I didn't like him yeah. at all. But then when you see him in person a few times, you're like, okay, he painted the hell out of these things.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, they, you
0: can really trust all his decision-making, because <laughs> he's just worked on him so much. Yeah. And they feel, like, really almost spiritual. Yeah. They go from feeling the opposite. <laughs> but see, that's when I reconsider brutalism, because I don't really, I feel like brutalism has similar qualities, where it's, like, hyper-accurate to the point where it is kind of, like, meaningful. Mm-hmm. But it's reduced. But you know what I mean, like, yeah, anyway, so, like, uh, for me, the folding resulting in the grid, it's something I allow, even though I feel like squares, but you can't avoid squares, that's the thing.
1: You think they just come...
0: Well, because, like, the space we're in has a square.
1: Right, So there's the right, square always yeah, there. If you, even if you don't have one in it, the wall itself... The wall,
0: unless you're in, like, the cathedral or something, <laughs> like. Well, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, Someday. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, yeah, when you were saying that about Mondrian, I thought of, like, I saw this show of, um, Carol Bove.
0: Oh, with the Met? No,
1: it was, I guess she had two shows, but I saw only the one that was uptown, and I didn't really care for it that much, but the best part of the show was that there were these kind of rusty paint like I don't know, they looked like rusted curtains that she made, mm. but then there was a single Joseph Albers painting that hung on them, which to me was like wow, a crazy like it was the best thing in the show and it wasn't yeah. her work, so I thought that was kind of right dumb on her part,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like I was like, oh, this feels spiritual or whatever. And yeah. here's another one where it's like. <clears throat> super, you think of him as being very precise or whatever, mm-hmm. but then when you see it in person it has a, like, nuance yeah. and softness, actually, or something.
0: Yeah, they have a lot of personality Yeah, person. He's not, like, the, he's not like Bridget Riley. I mean, I like Bridget Riley, but he's yeah. not, like. they're
1: not as precise as they seem in a, in a photograph. Yeah,
0: when you back up or something, they all, like, lock together.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're cool, I, yeah. That whole thing. It's weird. I mean, in the time period, it's so easy to see it being spiritual and stuff, but then the idea of making, like, just purely geometric art doesn't. It feels like it became, like, markety or something. Markety? Yeah, it became, like, a way to mass produce art or something. You mean something.
1: now? Or yeah, or even just even
0: in the or... 70s or something. Yeah. I think, you know what I mean? There's a reason why it has a bad. 70s like goofy right. association with it and it's i think because it is so simple and somebody could just make a whole bunch of them
1: right
0: but then who's to stop them. so maybe
1: the the difference is like the intention like because then yeah you could even go back to like what's his face malevich or
2: uh, right or
1: but like i feel like they really were like so spiritual and sincere or something
2: Right.
0: Like they were.
1: Like. Well, but we just yeah. have to
0: take their word for it, I guess.
1: Yeah, but I think you feel it. I think you feel it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you do. But like, it takes. I guess it takes a certain type of like eye or something to be able to di- yes. tell the difference or yeah. something. I think artists can see it. Like when you see, uh, you know, a good Albers. I guess because yeah. some of them are just exercises or something. Right. But when you see a good one and the colors are all like, just have character, or something, where yeah. they have this, like, attitude, or something, or they seem yeah. like they move the space around them, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. That's interesting, though, like, because, yeah, he was all about, kind of, I feel like, not, like, going back to jazz a little bit, but, uh, like, he was all about, kind of, experimentation, or, or doing something, kind of, in a pure way, of just, like, how yeah. this... Or something, how would color act in this way? And there's something kind of pure about that. Like, it wasn't like the emphasis was on really trying to see what would happen, or yeah, or like almost like an explorer or something rather than like for the audience or for the market. Yes, yeah,
0: exactly. I like, I love that. I think that that is what people. I think everyone agrees with that, though. Yeah. I think that's the idea. Like, artists should try to, not to, like, please yourself, but, like, I mean, maybe that is all it is. If you can, you tr- you should try to make yourself happy
1: mm-hmm.
0: with what you're doing, and that's, like, not easy. Yeah. At all.
1: I think it's harder yeah. now, maybe, but, like, and you're, in a way, the only one who can hold yourself accountable. Like, Yeah. like you said, like. Like, we were saying, like, people, I think, artists can tell the difference, but, like, on some level, you know what your mindset is when you're making something, and what you're thinking yeah. about, and why you're, why you're making something. And it's hard,
0: because, like, oftentimes, at least for me, like, I'm not a pure artist when I'm working. Uh-huh. Like, I make all sorts of arbitrary decisions that are not <laughs> considered, and not <laughs> spiritual, and... But I feel like, by the end, and I'm sure Alvarez probably would have felt the same way, like, Uh-huh. Because otherwise, like, just don't work yeah. unless you're feeling up to it. But it's, like, I don't necessarily get ideas unless I am working and making mistakes and stuff like that. So yeah. it's, like,
2: I don't know.
1: That's an interesting question of, yeah. like, I think there's different schools of thought of, like, yeah, don't work unless you're feeling it. Or work every day so that you... Right. I'm ready when the inspiration strikes, or something like that. Or
0: like, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I don't get the inspiration until I like hate when Yeah. It's like it's like the negative. Who someone was saying like, you paint four mistakes or something. Painting uh-huh. four errors or something like you right. just start working until you realize something's wrong. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you know where you are. Right. You have like a sense of direction. All of a sudden you're like, oh, that's not okay. <laughs> right. Whereas yeah, I, before you're kind of like, I guess yeah. it could. Be anything. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> you know? All of a sudden, something's wrong, and you're like, okay, there's like, limits here. There's like, there is structure. There's something.
1: Well, Miles Davis said, there are no mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I have a feeling with these...
0: <laughs> with this, yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel, you make... Do you... these feel like... I don't get the sense... To... Do you do that in these, though? Because I feel kind of like... They feel more like they're just formed... I mean, you were saying you make decisions through the colors, but you change things too. It feels like oh,
0: with the composition, you mean like the shape itself.
1: Well, I'm assuming you don't, but if you, but I'd be curious if you do.
0: I try not to because it would. It, I'm like, I'll just, I'll, I'll fix that whatever problem that was yeah. in the next one. Like, I, I want to like, That's I want them to have day. a sense of yeah. evolution to them. It's like so some of the mistakes should stay. I Yeah. Think. But yeah, with colors, like. Definitely. Like, I definitely want to go over each one, like, two or three times to make sure that it's, like, having, I don't know, I feel like I can't trust, like, I want it to have that development to it. I want it to have, like, some kind of history and, like, um, not urgency, but, like, just like a a, a sense of identity or something.
2: I want to almost
0: get to the point where I'm like, this is you know I can almost say what the colors are or something yeah it's like on the tip of my tongue like this is
1: right
0: almost a recognizable word or something yeah
1: that makes sense I feel that in them like there's a there's a um inevitability or something like I don't know
0: yes exactly uh-huh. I mean I don't know if this one has it yeah but anyway Some of the, that's the goal yeah
1: <laughs> did you ever this is a very random association but um when i was a kid there was like cool bus seats were made out of like a faux leather yeah and, and there was like totally. they would get holes in them and there was this scoop that they sold on tv for fixing holes in like leather <laughs> and stuff and yeah. it had all these different colors of what uh, leather i remember
0: that for shoes <laughs> shoe goo
1: oh this was more like a weird paste that you would like a hole in leather. Oh,
0: though. and it would be the top. It would be this new skin.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool and weird, but these feel and like this. would come sh- in like
0: forest green yes, or like exactly. maroon or whatever. Yeah, it feels like these are the
1: shades of them.
0: I I was struggling with the textures a bunch before, because before they were more stained almost.
2: Mm. When they were
0: they were like these big double sided uh on thin. Yeah, on thinner on thin canvas. hmm Um but because I was using acrylic and because I wasn't really staining them, they kind of needed to be set a little bit in order to keep their shape. Like they would always get this kind of like plasticky surface, and I started to feel like, I was like Jesus. Like they just always feel like leather by the end of it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then in the more recent ones, I was I've been like, okay, yeah, they're like leather. Mm-hmm. Like I'm making You're, like, leather. Into it. Like yeah. I I take a textile <laughs> and I treat it with all of these like plastics yeah. and I make leather.
1: Yeah like it is
0: pleather because that is what pleather is yes it, it's so not... that's
1: why they have the color of pleather also <laughs> would you ever just would, would you be opposed to just working directly with pleather like with fabrics that had colors already
0: I don't, I mean I just I like I like mixing
1: color and you wouldn't really be painting you would be
0: thought about that a bunch because obviously with textiles you can just buy and dye it already yeah and they're super saturated like I could not dye a fabric here and get that type of saturation I don't know how the hell I would do it it'd be it'd be so impractical it'd be so crazy Mm -hmm. but um so I was thinking about that because that seems real like I could just have all these colors to choose from and just yeah but I to me like when I'm mixing color it's like because you're not just mixing color, you're also mixing, like, material. Yeah. And, like, the combination of, like, the material and the color at the same time, like, I just, that's, like, I just like it. It's, like, yeah. part of the practice. Like, I feel like I communicate
1: yeah. something
0: when I hit that that combination.
1: And you're making it, like, it feels like you're much more involved. Like, it would be,
2: Yeah.
1: I think you are a painter, and so that would take out some of the pleasure of painting.
0: Right. Although, I mean, I, I did think uh, it would be cool to do, if this ever happened, but if somebody wanted to do, like, an addition or something mm. and make a design or something, mm. that would be cool because, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Yeah. But, it, I don't know. That's, I mean, really what it comes down to is if, if I was able to go into uh, a big, like, pleather... Emporium or something and use anything I wanted. Yeah. That could be a pretty cool practice. Yeah. But having to like personally like stockpile all that material yeah. to work with is something I'm just like that's so <laughs> against like all of the sort of like practical measures yeah. I've been taking and well, stuff. And, like,
1: instead of mixing color you would just be replacing that with shopping.
0: Right. It's right. But you'd have to have all these rolls of extra yeah. fabric everywhere. And I mean you could
1: Yeah. so, you could be, you could get, like, samples just to be inspired by the color, but not actually
0: No, it's true. I I, I I don't know know if that's necessary either. I would love to go to some, like, leather store. I've never seen one. I don't
1: know if there's, I don't know if there's a solely leather store, although there was a spandex world, but I don't even know if that was accurate, like, if it only had spandex, but, yeah, there's tons of fabrics.
0: Yeah, I mean, I go, I buy the canvas from a fabric store. Oh, you do. Yeah, because it's not canvas actually. It's this like linen weave. It's not linen. It's like uh uh-huh. Yeah. It's like half cotton, half polyester. Yeah, you
1: can see the weave more. Yeah. than usual.
2: I get it
0: from Nurjahon
2: fabrics. <laughs> yeah, off the <laughs> nostril yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah, Nurjahon.
0: I really like them. And, and you were, but you were
1: using a different one. This was one. hemp. Uh-huh. And I,
0: the problem with hemp, actually, this has polyester in it, so it doesn't shrink as much. Oh. Because I don't want it, I don't want to have to wash it first. When I was oh. using canvas, I was washing it first.
2: Because
1: of the sizing? Yeah, because the, exactly,
0: it's going to shrink so much with yeah. the acrylic on there. And it's like, without um, wooden support, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's annoying. Yeah. So this was like, really great. I was like, oh, I can work on like, polyester material, and then I don't have to worry about that whole step yeah washing it and everything
2: maybe that
1: adds flavor too.
0: oh this like polyester
1: coarse... oh, yeah and the coarse
0: yeah yeah the plastic future mm-hmm. i mean i miss oils but it's also just like i don't know there's like it's only so many things like i have to like cut out the parts that i'm i think eventually i could go back into working with oils maybe but
1: mm-hmm. do you see yourself working in this mode for a long time kind of Like, you then? like, do you feel like settled on something that like you were saying before that you felt like you weren't, you would get bored with things
0: and I mean I keep still making changes Mm -hmm. I think what I've settled on is the idea that there's just, it's a project that's supposed to mutate and evolve Mm -hmm. as opposed to something that before I felt like I was doing, something which had like more parameters, more strict I mean this has pretty strict parameters but if I stick with inside Mm -hmm. them like the drawings can really keep changing and stuff. Yeah. And before I was I was more like I just felt like I was getting very rigid about the drawing yeah. aspect of it. And um so I'm hoping that it's enough of like a flexible structure that I can keep working in.
1: Yeah. I mean this feels like a feels in a way like this show is maybe
0: like a nucleus or something. And oh, then... for like a larger
1: know like some of the other drawings like and the karaoke pants lady like okay. maybe some narrative will come back in or something like I don't know there's a drawing of a guy with a ball which that feels like you know. oh
0: that's the earlier one. Oh, yeah really? well they started off as figures being contorted into these shades
1: yeah
0: and then they became like more shade less do you figure. think
1: that would like I don't know I could imagine them Adding keep, in a little becoming a little less abstract and having yeah
0: I mean yeah. I keep wondering when I'm gonna let myself do that, too. I have a couple of designs like that one I showed you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah this thing to me is you know, that's a that's a person standing yeah. are waving it it with just with many heads yeah and so I don't know if I'm ready to do it quite yet just because again like I feel like it just annoys me how the face you're like okay, those are heads. Uh Uh-huh. That's a hand. I like the plausible deniability Mm -hmm. of it not being so... And then it's like, he's standing. Or is he in a room? Or is he hanging? Yeah. It's like, there's so much, like... I mean, as a drawing, it works, because you're just like, he's suspended in that space or whatever. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they become physical, it's like... I think it's like a schizophrenic or something.
1: <laughs> that. they have though. all these yeah.
0: personalities, like too many personalities. Uh-huh. Too many heads or something.
1: Did you ever see that movie, How to Get Ahead in Advertising? I don't know. It's like... I don't
0: think so. I think
1: it's a weird British comedy from the 80s where a guy grows like a second head or something or he has... Oh, no. I think... He has, like, a boil, and it becomes a second head or something.
0: This is very familiar. I don't know if I've seen it, but I think someone else has. I saw
1: yeah. it when I was a kid. I don't, I don't remember anything aside from that, except that there was a private head
0: I'll have to check that out.
1: Yeah. Um, should we talk about the previous? Like, it's interesting to me that right before this body of work, it feels like you were going the other direction, like, it became much more kind of detail.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: They were becoming, like, very, like, figures.
1: Yeah.
0: No, it's true. I've been going back and forth a lot over the past ten years.
2: hmm
0: Between abstraction and figuration.
2: hmm I don't
0: know. I, I think when I draw and doodle sometimes, like, I'm like, oh, that's a great. Like, I really like that. And I want yeah. that to be my art. Sometimes uh-huh. I feel like, uh, like the cat drawings outside yeah, I, I think I showed them to you right? there's just like sometimes I'll draw at
2: Jenny's desk like, uh, Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, is doodling always like a starting point?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I'll walk around with my notebook and uh, draw graffiti, right? That's what yeah. I was doing. Like, just, like, try to draw it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then kind of, like, load my brain up with that language. Yeah. Those, like, shapes nested inside of each other. And then just doodle and hopefully some. I mean, lately it's been more because I kind of know the parameters a lot more now. and Like, it has to start with a box. And... A box. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it has to have, like, I'm, I can't just straight doodle. I mean, I do sort of straight doodle, or I'll go draw, like, to the park and, like, try to draw flowers or something uh-huh. like that, or, I don't know, sometimes I'm better about that than others. I do think that that's a good way to, like, uh-huh. um, come up with new ideas.
1: When you say draw flowers, you mean just, like, draw from life, or do you, like, translate them to your, like, kind
0: of... Both. Yeah. I just I walk around with like a little drawing pad and yeah. just like try to draw stuff like or not stuff that I see or just yeah. try to get some input yeah, from yeah. the outside mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. because you know like if you if, if the, all the input's coming from just the studio yeah, it's like
1: it becomes a bit really stiff yeah and
0: so I mean I already have that tendency anyway so uh-huh. try to. Uh, for a while there, like, my program involved, like, going out at the beginning of the week, of uh, the first week of working, and going out and just going on walks and drawing mm-hmm. and um, taking that, making myself do that for, like, a few days. Kind of like an artist way-ish mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. task, yeah. getting myself stuff like that to do.
2: Yeah, like um,
1: filling the well or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, or, like, uh, or artist dates yeah, or whatever. Yeah, um, and I do think, I, I think I draw, I think I come up with better ideas when I do that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just sit around and draw and try to just crank through it Yeah. Stuff, so.
1: Where did, did, do you have any idea where are these, like, I see them as cowboys, maybe they're not, but the previous work was, like, I felt, like, western guys was my, like, they had hats on. Yeah, it, I, I, I don't guess. know
0: why I was obsessed with hats. <laughs> because hair... Hair in a geometric (laughs) shaped painting, it's like... And I also feel like hair is a hat. Uh Uh-huh. It's like this symbol that you wear on your head. Mm -hmm. But a hat is, like, more literal. Like, a hat you didn't make, usually. A hat is more like language because it's something you sort of borrow from the outside world. A
1: hat? It has, like, a predetermined
0: association like
1: that?
0: Yeah, like, you can buy hats from stores. right. And in a similar way, like, you can use language to assemble.
1: Right,
2: right. A sentence.
0: Right. I mean, it's true that you can assemble your hair in the same way, but it grows on your body. So, we yeah. you know what I mean? It's not the same. It's not like pure language. Like, hats are just like, it's almost like just putting a word onto your head.
1: Or a persona,
0: or, maybe. Okay, a group of words. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a sentence. You're putting a sentence on yeah. your head. Or a
1: character. And, I mean, a lot of hats have a character.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cowboy. <laughs>
2: policeman, <laughs> baseball fan. I
0: try, I mean, I did. This is, this is why I stopped working figuratively. Because uh-huh. right? I'm like, I did, at one point I was like, I was going to do a policeman hat. And then I was going to do, you know, baseball cap. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it gets out of control. Because then and you try to reduce like, it all. Doing, like,
1: the village people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I <laughs> would be, be curious. That would yeah. be cute.
0: That would be, be curious. <laughs> I don't think I'm a good enough, like reducer of information to do that somehow i always hit these like yeah like i feel like i'll get to a certain point i'm like okay it's a hat it's a policeman's hat and then i hit like this middle point or something where it starts to like waver and sort of potentially stop seeming like that symbol like Mm. a policeman's hat and like i don't necessarily know how to get it back if that makes any like sense. how much
1: you can reduce and still be recognizable.
0: Yeah, right. Like, like a really great cartoonist can draw yeah. like a hat, and it's like, is that hat?
1: Right.
0: I mean, it's you, undeniably yeah. that thing. Yes. And um, I'd say like they're really good at reducing information or something. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like every time I try to do that, I start to like it starts out fine, and then as I get almost you know, a little more than halfway through, it starts to, like, (laughs) mutate into something else, and, like,
1: well, I do think it's hard to, yeah, being reductive, like, I feel like I grapple with that of, like, how much is enough when you reduce something, like, because, like, when you see other people do it, like,
2: and the confidence, like let's say like a Joe Bradley for instance, he like can be like really reductive, but there's like the confidence behind
1: it or something. I don't and know. With
0: like his robot man? Or with the... Robot the man or pencils? or even,
1: yeah, the grease man, any yeah. of that. It's like all like, very reductive.
0: That, yeah. Funny Joe Bradley. But his grease pencil drawing—I mean, he was doing I like mean, a I, cross or I like know. a fish. Like he was doing things that really were like symbolic. Yeah, they like, were like, almost symbols. like letters or yeah. something. Yeah, Superman. That one,
2: like the Superman. Cast.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But that's, that's the true. interesting
0: thing with figuration, though, is like it is on the one hand like a hieroglyphic. Yeah. Or something where we all agree, like, and if you did draw like cartoons, I'm sure there would be kind of a hieroglyphic for certain things. You're like, this is a hat at three quarters. It just mm-hmm. is it. it. It has this specific design.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and... I don't know. Ugh, I'm getting off track again.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, again, like, 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 oh, like, knowing, the the jazz licks or something. Yeah. It's similar. Like, there's just, there's a shared vocabulary Yeah. that is kind of, it's not, like, set in stone exactly, but it's, it's like... It's a language. It's highly recognizable, and people kind of agree on it and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's also that thing of, like, I don't know, like, taking a standard or taking a known song and reducing it or deconstructing it or whatever. Exactly. And and maybe, but maybe there's varying... It's
0: like in reverse or something. In reverse? Well, like, a melody would be, like, this highly reduced version of, like, all of these harmonic Mm. possibilities that then get explored in a a solo or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And then, but then, maybe it is, I don't know how, is it a question of how, does it matter if it's recognizable or not? Like, I don't
0: know. Oh, if you can see the melody? That's a funny way of thinking about it.
1: Like, I don't know, I think about Cold Chains. Favorite thing. You can still, I mean, you hear it at first and then he kind of just pulls it completely apart. And you know, it's
2: still the same yeah. song, but
1: I don't, I don't have a, I'm just drawing a comparison, I guess.
0: It's so funny, but when you hear someone who's not being attentive to the melody in their improvisation, it doesn't sound.
1: Really? It
0: doesn't, you can tell, it just sounds like it's not going anywhere. <laughs>
1: It just sounds like spinning your wheels. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like... I think that's what's so, like... Again, like, there's all the... There's just a the utopian aspect of, like, improvisation. hmm And then, after the 70s, it became almost like a joke. Yeah. Similarly to, like, shape canvases and all this utopian kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I think it's because people can't... Most people can't really tell. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, they're just playing fast or something. Yeah. They play a bunch of notes or something. And, um... I mean, even for me, I mean there it's like I don't know where I'm going with this. It, I mean, he's really good at it's not like the melody's going through the whole thing, but he's really good at like leading the song is going through everything he's playing. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like the melody, but like the movement of the whole song yeah. propels everything he's doing, because he's yeah. like super technical and basically memorizes the hell out of everything and like
1: mm-hmm.
0: has played it so many times that it's just, like... Yeah. There's, like, an essence. It's almost, like, a platonic, like, essence. Yeah. That's even...
1: Like digested and... Everything.
0: Yeah, like, he's, like, acting. The melody is acting through him. Like, mm-hmm. a spirit or something.
2: Yeah. Well, he was very spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Melodies are so interesting. Like... Because,
0: to me, like, I don't really like improvising like that
2: yeah
0: I like improvising like playing a melody
2: mm-hmm.
0: like the whole idea of like taking and expounding on all these chord changes and all that stuff is always like oh my god like it just is so heady or something uh-huh. and it's like it's it's impressive and stuff and all that but there's like an
1: end point too I guess maybe that's what happened with jazz is like it got so free it's like what
2: does it doesn't even mean anymore or something oh, yeah
0: well, but people can't tell the difference. So you yeah. have all this stuff that sounds... There's nothing worse than something that has these, like, high moral principles, but it's actually, like, the hip- hypocrite, you know? It doesn't, yeah. doesn't actually or stand no for those things. if no
1: one likes it, it's too... Well, if no one likes
0: it, whatever. But, like, yeah. someone's saying, like, oh, you know, I'm a f- true artist, I'm a <laughs> free artist, but they're actually just messing around, and there's nobody can tell what they're doing, and it doesn't <laughs> matter, and they're not that serious, like, yeah, it engenders all this, like of bad faith or something. Uh-huh. Because, um... Partly because it does... The utopian stuff has a kind of self-righteous yes. moral high-ground aspect to it.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't... I feel like I want to go the other way, in a way. Dystopia. No, I don't know. I just don't <laughs> want to... I think sometimes when you're trying to do something good, it actually is bad (laughs) like trying too hard to be like yeah like a savior or something
0: I agree? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I do agree.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, because I think utopianism is not something that we really believe in as like a culture so much anymore. Also,
1: I don't know. I mean, yeah. Like well, people I
0: don't thought know. that communism was gonna, you know, overtake the whole world. Yeah. I mean, that was a big part of modernist painting and free jazz. I mean, like, literally, it right. was like very connected.
2: Uh huh. They
0: were, it was like all part of the same thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, those uh, South American, actually working at Enrique Ferriero, a lot of the South American, uh, you know, geometric abstractionists,
2: uh-huh.
0: were just these huge political uh-huh. figures. Oh. And that's
1: oh, often geometry and politics,
2: often,
0: like... <laughs> you know, for, <laughs> for fascists, and it's so yeah. bizarre. <laughs> Well, the constructivists were like that, too. They were just it was yeah. all communists. Right. So I think the fall of communism, or not the fall, but, like, people realizing, like, oh, okay, well, it's, like, not going to happen, at least right now, or something. Well,
1: well, I think that's the same reason communism doesn't work is because people forget about human nature and the corruption right.
0: of... It has to be pure. Yeah. That's the thing, corruption. Mm-hmm. We all know about corruption now. We yeah. believe in corruption yeah. so strongly. And like doesn't matter what system you have, there's always gonna be you need people to go and clean it up all the time, really.
2: Yeah.
0: Like good janitors or something. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, it could be communism. It could be janitors consumerism. would be
1: a funny I could imagine janitors. As a theme for yeah. me. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: I've heard that name but I never realized. Yeah. He'd sweep them off the stage. Yeah, or? he
1: was kind of a dancer but he had like a broom and he oh, was like cool. this fixture of at the Apollo. They didn't
0: have like a big like, hook. like yeah, Pull him off he like It
1: was it, it was the same them. idea but yeah he just had a different <laughs> implement kind of.
2: that's brutal. <laughs>
0: rounded but because they had muscle. big muscles <laughs> and I remember being in middle school and there, I remember there was like a really good like cartoonist and he was like kind of popular and stuff and he'd always like draw <laughs> cartoons and stuff and I was drawing these like anatomically correct <laughs> figures or, yeah like muscle like <laughs> musculature and stuff I mean oh, wow that was my were you like in t- I remember there was some
1: people in my undergrad who took like were
2: you into that well i mean
0: in my way when i was you know 12 or whatever Uh, but it it, it didn't persist up until you know (laughs) i I took some life drawing Uh and stuff like that no i mean this was just like i just wanted to it was comic books i guess because comic books it's another sort of funny binary is like there's comic books it's all muscles and they're all anatomical and stuff and then there's like the the funnies
1: Yeah. And they're both
0: cartoons.
1: Right.
0: But one is, like, this, like, purely symbolic language, almost, where they reduce everything to, like, as few marks as possible. And the other one's, like, this, like, dense, baroque thing where they, like, want all this detail and stuff. Yeah,
1: and,
0: and, like, cinematic. Right. Like,
1: they're obsessed
2: with the frame and
0: everything. Exactly. It's, like, all this stuff. And then the other one's just, like... I think I don't know. I I guess to me I've always felt like uh, I mean when I was younger I thought oh that's easy. And then as I got older I was like I have no idea how to do that.
1: Meaning cartoons. Cartoons, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's definitely it leans towards the reductive, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, how can you possibly? I mean, still I'm just like it's wild that people can just. But they practice it like crazy. I mean, they kind of like graffiti too. It's yeah. just like you draw a head so many times, and it just yeah, it gains all this kind of like inevitability or mm-hmm. something by doing it that many times. And
2: it's yeah. interesting.
0: Brown's so cool. Because he always has that like, I always remember that he has that like, ooh, like the gross face sometimes. Like, got, like their stomach hurts or something. And they're like, ooh.
1: And he only has like,
0: that one lines. little spring of hair. Yeah,
1: like,
2: he's,
0: he's like balding. It's so weird. And just their like giant heads and like their, like their pants, their shorts to shoes. is like
1: the lowest yeah. like one
0: eighth of the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like all head yeah
1: so funny. they move when they're moving they have like a weird walk. oh yeah keep- <laughs> is yeah. there anything you are anything
2: There should be. I don't know. No one ever knows what to say about this (laughs) question. (laughs) There should
0: be more to me than just struggling to... um... Or it could
1: be art or do...
0: have you been watching a movie or TV. (laughs) I don't want to admit the stuff I've been watching. But you don't want (laughs) to admit. It's just... It's just all coping mechanisms. Oh. I wouldn't say I'm interested in any of it. It's uh-huh. just stuff to get by.
1: Maybe, like, you need some turn-off time.
0: Right, I yeah. exactly. I mean, we've been playing video games. Yeah? Like. like yeah. <laughs> we've been playing Fortnite.
1: Really? What? I don't know anything about video games. What happens... Is Fortnite, like, a shoot shoot video game? Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: It's terrible. <laughs> it's the one that like all the kids play it's the ones that my nephews play and everything do
1: you talk to people or no like you could, you could but that's a whole you... other oh, okay. we haven't crossed yeah. over
0: to that <laughs> that discord level
1: uh-huh.
0: um no you're just in a room in a big world with people and everyone's trying to shoot each other and stuff oh
1: but you are playing with other people that you don't
0: know mm-hmm. oh okay
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um yeah, I don't know much to say about that. It's, uh, but it, it, I think the problem with like trying to watch stuff to like turn your brain off, it's like I just am on my phone. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just trying to stay away from Instagram. Or, I know.
1: I have a, yeah, I feel like unless I'm really gripped by something, I'm often only half watching shit when I watch it at home. And I'm like, this has yeah, to really sucks. good.
0: We watched The River Wild again. That was pretty good.
1: What's that?
0: It's like a thriller with uh, Kevin Bacon and Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a whitewater rafting oh. thriller. <laughs>
1: She's like cool. a river
0: guy. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's a criminal.
1: Uh-huh. That
0: sounds fun. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: what's up with this people-watching book? Body
2: language? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's see if I can take this off without everything falling. <laughs> um,
1: did this, did this, like, inform you
0: at all? I'm trying to remember what this book is about. I think, yeah, I remember liking it. it it's, like, very, like, um, all of the symbolic stuff that makes up mm. human behavior. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, man? yeah. yeah. <laughs> All these are like, all the different emotions.
1: Uh huh. And, like, I don't even know if I can identify them all. Like, they feel all very ambiguous, kind of, to me.
0: Well, there's a key, you know.
1: Oh. But, like, <laughs> I guess, where's the key?
0: Oh, in I the back. Know, it's like
1: upside down in the back of <laughs> I can't
0: remember. <laughs> he explains it all in there. Uh huh. Um. I can't remember what this I don't know if this is, like, for actors or something.
2: Mm. I think
0: it's more like that. Like, how can you uh, identify all the way that people make sort of language with mm-hmm. their bodies and then sort of, like, replicate it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Do you feel like in the, in the like, gestures of these, like, I mean, they feel kind of... Ambiguous, I guess. Like, I don't. I wouldn't say I know what anyone's. what, they, what they're doing, per se. There feels just like a kind of whimsical sense of. The yeah. Body.
0: Well, I want it to be just more of like a feeling than it, like a. Yeah. It's definitely something. Because I. I guess it's like. I want it to be something that you can kind of live with.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I don't want something around me that's so, like bossy or something. Right.
1: It's like a friend. Yeah. A chill it friend. could be... Yeah. <laughs>
0: Maybe it's like a chill friend. are kind of like furniture that you put on the wall or
2: something.
1: I like that. idea. Yeah. In fact, now I'm just... I'm being bossy, but I'm like... That would be cool if they did... If there was like a furniture that went with it or something.
0: Oh, like a chair.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
0: oh like a pleather chair a
1: pleather chair yeah that would be be cool cool.
0: yeah it would be cool (laughs) i know i like making the the quilts the whatever i mean even without the shapes it could be turned into a pattern for furniture potentially Mm -hmm. i just don't want to store it really that's the thing (laughs) but if somebody wants to do a
2: project (laughs)
1: well maybe it could be like i remember i had a book it's from the 70s, some kind of modular furniture book, or like, I don't know, or even like there's like early Frank Gary chairs that like cardboard and shit that were very like biomorphic. And yeah, I don't know. it's a whole different trajectory, but somehow it lends itself cool. to that kind of feeling a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely like that idea, but I don't want to have to cut wood. I just wanted to be.
1: Yeah. What about a
2: beanbag? That'd be amazing.
1: That would be cool. Yeah.
2: actually. Yeah. <laughs>